You are tuned in to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, the founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders, sharing their testimonies and the work they're doing for the Lord. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus reminds us, Seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We hope this program will encourage you to do just that. Now here's your host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Dr. Clyde Rivers, who is the founder and president of I Change Nations, which is the largest establishing cultures of honor network in the world. He is the leading expert of, of the Golden Rule Dialogue and been appointed the spokesperson for World Civility Day Community Civility Counts Initiative. Dr. Clyde Rivers and his I Change Nation staff are reaching the world with the message of the Golden Rule People Treatment, which is honor and civil discourse. Dr. Clyde also holds many prestigious awards and global titles. And just less than a year ago, he was appointed as the King of Development at large for Ikumfi Kitikwa, and that is the kingdom in Ghana, Africa. Thank you so much, Dr. Rivers, for returning to Faith City Outreach to share how God is using you to transform Ghana, Africa through your new position as the King of Development at large. <laughs> Man, thank you so much. And also, you got the name right. Awesome. <laughs> I was hoping. I was like, oh, I hope I remember pronouncing the kingdom name right. That's you fantastic. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. You have to tell me, does it mean something or what does it mean in English? Well, well, what what uh it's it's uh it's it's a part of the actual Fonti kingdom. See, uh Africa has has kingdoms and they have tribes and they have uh so I'm a part of the the actual Fonti kingdom. And and that's the the actual name of the the actual city, uh the actual region where my kingdom is. So so it's a it's a a region in actually central Ghana, and that's where I'm the development king at large in that region. And and you know what? I'm telling you, it's exciting. When you're a king, the the you have to realize, man, you're the final voice that people have to listen to. So that's exciting and also a big responsibility. I bet. Two years ago, I interviewed you, and of course, you're still founder and president of I Change Nations, yes. which is the largest establishing cultures of honor network in the world. Yeah. Um, now you're the king of Ghana. Are you still able to continue your ministry work as the leading expert of Golden Rule Dialogue and spokesperson for world civility? Yes, absolutely. And actually, let me tell you why. Because I've always built other people. And see, many times leaders that don't build others have to stay and babysit what they create. Now, what I do, I back away. I have great people. They call me. I'm the final voice on, on all these institutions. But there's other people running. If I can encourage any leader out there, please do not, if you hold on to it, you become uh, the the actual top, and no one can go beyond your lead. So change your 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 thinking. Build people, empower people. The people are going to make mistakes just like us. Mm -hmm. But if you build them, they'll get better and smarter, 
And that's why I can do everything I'm doing now because people run the institution and not me. Beautiful. I love how you say to build people because I can see how God was preparing you for this position. You were for many years, not only changing the nation, but you were building people, empowering people. And many of us don't do that. We're always focusing on the negative or criticizing people. But you, you're building people. You forgive them and you understand that as yourself, you make mistakes and they make mistakes. We all make mistakes, but yet you're not focusing on that. You're focusing on their strengths. Man, that that is, you know what? Let, let me tell you this. Any leader understands that we learn through failure. We learn through failure. We learn through when things don't work, but yet that's not taught to people. It's taught, you have to be this. If, if you look, if we look at our lives, when have we grown the most? We have grown the most in, 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 in that situations that were devastating. We've grown. So I just believe that we have to tell a, a generation the realities of it. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some. But the most important thing is the actual loss is good because it gives you the ability to do it a new way and the right way. So I just believe we have to tell people what, what, what does ministry work really look like? What does it, because, because, uh, and, and, and here, here's another thing. Perfect to me is the process. It's not a destination. It's the process. That's wonderful. And that is different. That is quite unique because here in the world, we're thinking and we're taught that it's the destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, Go, go I'm sorry. And I was going to ask you, when did God put that in your heart, that it is the process? A couple years ago, I was doing, I was doing all this stuff. And, then, and one day I looked at it, I go, none of this is perfect. And the Holy Spirit says, it is. He says, he, this is what he told me. He says, information and, and being obedient to a revelation are two different things. You can have perfect information and not obey what God reveals to you. The most mm -hmm. important message you can do is what God reveals to you, do it. And he, he and watch, let me give you a, a scenario. He can do above and beyond what you ask or imagine. So that means your understanding can be a limit setter on where God wants to take you that, he, that you've never seen before. So in other words, how do you know you lost when God's brought you to a place that, that, that no one's ever been? So it's a process and not perfection. And it's a process throughout our lives, right? Uh, let, me, let me tell you, <laughs> at every level, at every level, and this is why I talk really plain to people. At every level, when I was graduating, it looked like I was failing mm -hmm. because everything I did at one level that was successful, it began to actually fail and God was kicking me out of that level and said, come up higher. So every time I was, I was, every time I was elevated, life around me looked like I was losing, but it was really a graduation. And this is what people don't teach about real leadership with God. You walked by faith and not by sight, Dr. Clyde. You, you are, you are, you are, you are, God gave me an idea. One day I'm in a pulpit and he drops uh, he drops, I change nations. Well, guess what? That idea 
is now in 156 countries we've honored people. Watch this. Let me let me tell you something. Never let information stop you from obeying a, a revelation God gave you. Mm. Ah, I'm you have you. to repeat that. Repeat <laughs> that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never allow uh, never allow information to actually stop you from a revelation that God gave you. Because when I started, I changed nations. People said, "What is that? It's an honor. It's not going to work." But it, it was it was powered by God because it came from heaven. Mm-hmm. So 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 at the end of the day, people are apologizing, saying, "Dutch Rivers, we didn't know." So if I were to listen to the information around me, mm-hmm. the people around me, the world's largest culture of honor organization would not exist today, because this is what Marina the 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 currency of heaven is ideas, mm-hmm. ideas from God that are received and, and acted upon are what create the earth. Amen. And God created the, the earth with his breath. Yes. Can you imagine? He had all those ideas of how everything was going to be created. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? <laughs> and then man has institutionalized uh, the Holy Spirit. And says he can only do this. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is why, watch this. I went from, uh, uh, I, I pastored a small church in Victorville for actually 15 years. Then I became the honorary ambassador at large for the Republic of Burundi, Africa. And I was the honorary ambassador, special advisor for a president for 15 years. Then, then and, and, and I'm going somewhere with this. Then after the 15 years, I get a call from a king. So this is what the principle is. Faithful over little, you become ruler over much. Mm-hmm. So people, people, want to, people want to abort the, the, that, that principle. Mm-hmm. So you're, I tell people stewardship leads to your rulership. So mm-hmm. God may give you a TV, uh, this actual radio program, and this may be small or large for 20 years, but, but here it is. God, God is not watching. God's watching. Are you a worthy steward to become a king of a country? So he's watching, he's watching uh, uh, your assignment, not what others are getting from it. Mm-hmm. So then as you're being, he says, hey, I can trust Marina. She's been here when it was good, when it was no money, when it cost her to do it. When she had nowhere to go, she stayed the course. And because she stayed the course, God says, your next level will be you own TV networks all over the place. That's how God works. And if we can't be faithful in the small, he can't even give us the big. And see, this is, let me tell you, if if, if we're candid about this, why do you think many spiritual places are losing it right now? Things are declining because Mm -hmm. to me, it was built on, it was built on information and not revelation. Mm. And, 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 and what happens, there is no easy way to the top because God tries you. Mm-hmm. So God gets, he gets you ready for the assignment. Mm-hmm. So as uh, so part of the assignment, you have to be, uh, uh, God says, bless those that curse you. What does that mean? That means somebody has to curse you. Mm-hmm. Pray for those that despitefully use you. Somebody has to use you and you have to pray for them. So all those are steps up the food chain of God's progression. Great wisdom, Dr. Rivers. And as you're speaking, it's almost as if just everything you said, it's like I'm going through. 
yeah, 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 yeah. And I did have to um, pray and pray for my enemies, right? We always have to pray for our enemies. But it's interesting how you were just identifying those those nuggets, and they're exactly what I had gone through or am going going through right now. <laughs> See, and, and you know what? And this is. This is a part of, of, of the growth. And see, people, let me tell you something that, that I learned. My, uh, I, I came back from Africa about, about a month ago. And this is what I learned. I've learned where there's no capacity taught, people don't know what to do. Because I, I said, God, why, why is it that, 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 that it, it, you know, it appears that a lot of ministries are not, are, 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 they're, they're talking good, but the change isn't happening. And this is what the Holy Spirit said. He goes, look, when you teach people is one thing, giving them capacity is another. Showing their hands how to do the work is another thing. It's one thing for me to teach you, but it doesn't mean that you know how to do it. And this is why in, in, in some countries, they're, they're still living in the 1800s because no one's taught their hands mm -hmm. beyond the 1800s. So it's important that we go. And I love what it says. It says, go and make men and make men disciples of, of, of all nations, teaching them everything. It didn't say only spirituality. Mm -hmm. It says, teach them everything. Mm -hmm. So we have to teach people everything. And I know that you're using that wisdom for your leadership as king of Ghana. So let's talk about your new leadership and your promotion by God. I know God made this happen, but... How did God work things out for this to happen? For example, who did he use, Dr. Rivers? <laughs> you know, there, there was, there was. I went into Ghana in like 2016. I met a guy named Charles Benin. And Charles had been trying to get a hold of me for a long time. And I was busy uh, with the ambassadorship, just doing everything I do. And one day he called and the Holy Spirit said, pick the phone up now. Pick the phone. I said, hey, Charles, how's it going? He goes, he goes, Dr. Rivers, I'm with a king in Ghana. Me and the king started talking, and it's, he's a real spiritual king. Uh, this king is a prophet. And what he did, I got on the phone, talking, and he started processing me. I processed back to him, and then he says, would you become the development king? I was called to come into Ghana in like 2016 at the time of the election. Uh, okay. They wanted me as the golden rule dialogue person to speak peace to the world. So okay. then... In like 2021, Charles called me, whom I met in 2016. He was my host in Ghana in 2016. Then he called me and he called me in like 2021 with the king on the line. And we talked and the, the actual king said, hey, would you become the development king in my kingdom? And I was like, God, this is only you, Jesus. No one can make this happen. So God, so so if I can tell people, how do you come from in Victorville, California, special education, rode a short bus to a special school because of Jesus? Listen, people, I became the ambassador, honorary ambassador for a country that's not my own, special advisor to the president, and now I'm a king. This is as he watched this here. Let me give you the the actual irony of this whole story. One of my ancestors came through Ghana as a slave to come to America. And I'm now coming back to Ghana as a king. Wow. When did you find that out? 
Well, well, well uh, 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 one of my dad's, uh, uh, his, uh, my dad was born in actually South Carolina and, 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 and she met, uh, the, the actual slavery entry point was South Carolina. So how did one of my ancestors <clears throat> came in on the bottom of a boat as a slave and I fly back to Ghana on business class as a king? Only Jesus does that and nobody else in the world. So I want to give people hope today. You don't, don't ever Give up on a small assignment because God may watch you for 15 years. Just do it faithfully. Just and, and in 15 years, he'll work all that stuff out of you that would hinder you. And then he'll put you in the game. Are you hearing this, Marina? I am. And I'm just wondering when, when you finally realized you were going to be king or you were asked to be king, what were the, your first thoughts? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> or what? I was, I was, I had got a prophecy a couple years ago. It said, it was a prophecy. It said, it said, you will teach people how to live life from the throne. And that came back to me. And I thought it was just spiritual. And God says, no, I meant naturally. So you will teach people how to live. So sometimes your interpretation of your prophecy is not right. It's based. So God put me in this and that came back. And I was like, my goodness, I'm a real king now. And now I'm a now I'm a real king. Are you aware people in my country, uh, in Ghana, they they actually can't look at me until I give them the permission to come. They can't leave a conversation with me until I grant them permission to leave. Wow. How does that feel? Because you're not used to that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and, and, and it's so awkward. It's awkward because I'm like, I'm like, uh, a people person that right. wants to touch and high five people. Hey man, how are you guys doing? <laughs> right. and, and, and you know, what I understand is this, I have to protect the institution of royalty. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so I realized that, and, and, and see what you got to realize as a king, as a king, you are the voice of God to the people. So whatever you say, the people do because you're the voice of God for the people. So you, so being, being a King, people look at the act. Oh, you got that nice car. This, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, no, no. I'm responsible for 4 million people to have a better life. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. So if, let me tell you, if you want to understand what a true King is, a, a true King is a servant of them all. Wow. Repeat that again. I love that. Yes. A servant. Yes. yes. Yes, a true king has to serve his people, a true king. So, so here, here's many people look at it from the, 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 the like title and how you get to dress and how you're treated. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, your job is to make sure those people live a good life. So a true king on a throne understands servitude, not being the guy that walks proud. Exactly. Is that powerful, isn't it? That is super powerful. Now, do you, I know you're working with another king, right? There's somebody else that you're working with. Does he also have the same mentality as you, being a servant? Absolutely. I was so blessed to have King Akujadom. He was a bishop in South Africa over churches 
what, and then uh, uh, as, as the king died, he came back home because he was next in line for the throne. So he came back. So he's a man of God. And we think, we think wow. on the same page. And I believe, <clears throat> I believe God wants his kingdom modeled. And I'm humbled because kingdom government is what God created. And I get the chance with King Akujidom to model what a real kingdom is supposed to look like for the world. I know from reading an article by uh, Los Angeles, California, that you're working on this model with him. Uh, can you share the model? Yeah, yeah, yes. What it is, is this. <clears throat> we have to, we have to build, we have to build solid institutions. So, so uh, part of what I want to do, I want to take the actual, the actual seven pillars, the, the, the seven mountains, Mm-hmm. And build the that infrastructure into the kingdom structure, to where we. <laughs> and then the mountain in the back is God. See, it's really, people wow. talk about the like seven mountains always, but there's a mountain that's behind the seven, and that's the kingdom of God. So mm-hmm. God has put me on the mountain behind the seven mountains, so I can build the seven mountains to build the culture of God in our kingdom. I read, I want to say, I want to mention this part in the article. You said something about, and I hope this is right. I'm not sure. But um, you said something about this will be a model that can be implemented throughout Africa, creating stable economies on the continent and bring the status of countries from being considered third world to world class. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is because watch this here. Look at every look at every government today. Every government today is unraveling. Mm-hmm. They're unraveling because they're built on good ideas, but it wasn't necessarily God's idea. Mm-hmm. You can't you so 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 they're they're good. They did the best that they could. Mm-hmm. But hear this. There's one principle. James James two eight is a biblical principle. And I want to share this. There are political infractions and then there's biblical infractions. Mm. A biblical infraction is an infraction against God. James 2.8 says, love your, your neighbor as yourself and you live on liberty. It says, if you mistreat your neighbor, you live under transgression. So any country that has people violations is a transgressor nation. God watches everything on how we treat each other. He watches everything because because his currency is people. Because people are what he gives ideas to. And when they, see, let me tell you, everything everything around you, somebody had the idea first. They had the, the idea for the iPhone. They had the idea for the building. So mm-hmm. someone was an architect that brought God's design into the earth. So everything is predicated on people. That's why as the world civility leader, I say, guys, you got to leave people alone because people are the currency of God that will build tomorrow with the ideas that God puts in them. So that's, that's one of my thoughts. Wow. Such wisdom, Dr. Rivers. As the king of Ghana, walk us through the day so we can better understand your leadership position and your life, too, because nobody knows about what a day is like for a king. 
how King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, let me tell you what a smart king does. A smart king's a smart king's has wise counsel around. Uh, a, a wise king gets the issues of the kingdom and sets with wise counsel and asks the wise counsel to be truthful with him on the situation. And you get the opinions of the people around you that are wise and you make the choice based on the counsel they give you because, because no king can do it without wise counsel. And, and, and you have to realize in, in, in a, a kingdom, the king is all powerful. His word is final. His, a king's word is final. If, 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 if a king says, go to bed at six o'clock, every subject has to obey it. So see, we are not used to all power. But, mm-hmm. but man, I, man if, if I can explain this for a couple of minutes, man, let me tell you what I learned. I learned when I became a king, uh, so there are certain there are certain revelations you get from God when you're in the actual seat and the real authority is needed. As I first t- t- took the seat, I heard the spirit of God said, Clive, kings have all power, all power. Like, okay, great. So I said, God, what about the devil? What about the devil? If kings have all power, what about the enemy? You know, man, Marina, he gave me a revelation that I never thought. And this is why people that don't understand protocol in the kingdom will always fail. Let me tell you, he said, he said, Satan is the what? He's the prince of the power of the air. Is that correct? He says a king, he says a prince has no authority over a king and a prince doesn't have the power to create. So he says all powers in God and the prince and if you understand I mean, royalty, a prince is underneath the authority of a king. Mm-hmm. So a king has all power. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine as believers, if we stop giving power to the prince mm-hmm. and start giving the authority to God, we win big. Amen. Because he's the king of all kings. Of all kings. <laughs> See? See, and th- th- this is uh, 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 this is a great talk today, isn't it? This is a great. It talk is. Today. This is amazing. This could go on forever, but I know I need to just focus on some of the questions that yeah. I've here yeah. have here. Yeah. I know <clears throat> that your leadership role is new. How has it gone so far? Really good, really good. Because because what I'm doing, we have to get uh, 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 our kingdom has to be able to to compete with the world stage, mm-hmm. on the world stages. And one thing that I've learned is everywhere we go, we have to build capacity in people to be able to participate in the next stages. So mine is going really well. I have a lot of great institutions and people that are coming in that are gonna help build our, the, the kingdom of God uh, in my kingdom. And, and it's, so it's going extremely well. Yes, you are preparing for the next generation. See, kings think legacy not the next 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. People think the next 10, a king thinks legacy because, because no, every king wants to go down with a name that the kingdom talks about forever. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I'll, I'll give you an example. My name is King Akujiman Kobina Amisa the, the first. Now watch this. King Akujiman is 
that word akujiman is one who doesn't, one that doesn't run in battle. Kobina means Tuesday because every Ghanaian, every, uh, every, every Ghanaian, they have uh, the, the actual day that they were born is important in the actual naming. So I'm Kobina and then I'm, I, I'm Amisa the first. I, this guy, King, king Amisa, was the actual first king in actually 1348. He was a warrior. So, so actually what they did, they actually prayed and they felt like I had the same spirit of King Amisa. So now I become the actual, uh, so I become King Amisa the first. And now after I pass, there'll be King Amisa the second. So it'll be a person that has my spirituality, my temperament to win. So it's exciting when you hear things like that. Wow. Now, I'm not sure. Do you have children of your own? Uh, what, what, uh, uh, yeah, but, but he's, he's uh, yeah, yeah. But he won't, be a, he won't be an heir to the throne because, okay. because yeah, yeah, that, that's actually bloodline. Okay, so, so they, they brought me in, yes. Oh, okay. So it doesn't work <clears throat> that way where it's passed on to the children. No, not, not necessarily in, in, in this kingdom. It's bloodline. So okay. they actually bought me in, but I'm not, but I'm, I'm not bloodline. Okay. Now you mentioned that you received counsel, which is so wise um, as a king of Ghana. Do other kings operate the same way? Do they all have counsel too? Some, see, see the, the, the average king, they, they all have counsel. You get to realize it's, it's different when you grew up with a royal lifestyle. Mm. So it's almost like when, when you're born, and they know you're an heir to the throne, they begin to educate you differently. Wow. So, 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 so kings have a different way of looking at things because they were, they were always taught how to look at other people's sides. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's... You see what I'm because you, you have to realize when you have all power, you can, you can, you can make people's lives really bad mm-hmm. or you can make them really good. So exactly. So it has to be a love for people. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. And so far, what has been your favorite part of your leadership as the king in Ghana? Uh, helping, pe- helping people from the West understand the actual difference and, and also showing, showing the actual great qualities the kingdom has. Mm-hmm. So people tend to look at Africa from a negative. I'm like, no, 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 no. Come and look at it. It's beautiful. Here's this. So mm-hmm. there's give and takes. Mm-hmm. And, and see, a lot of it is the image we presented of Africa mm-hmm. to America. So right. it, it's just a wrong, it's a wrong image. Some there's poverty, but man, there, there's there, there's some parts of Ghana at Crop that look like Hollywood. There's mm-hmm. other parts, it's beautiful. You're going, whoa, wait, is this Africa? Yes. So see, we wow. tend to only show the bad, but we're saying, no, 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 come and look and see. Come see for yourself. And the teams I bring in, they're amazed at what is in Ghana, Africa. When you became king, what was the reaction from the people in Ghana? Oh, man, they were, they were, they were at my enthronement service. Man, the, the people were super excited because I'm going to bring things in, in, into the kingdom as, as the development king. I'm going to bring the whole world there. I'm going to bring the whole world to this kingdom. We're going to build this kingdom. And watch this here. And one of the big things I'm going to do is I'm going to build an actual city of honor in my kingdom. Because 
because I built the world's largest culture of honor with I Change Nation. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm going to build a city of honor to actually, so to where all over the world, people can come and learn the importance of honor, of honor and see how honor builds a nation. Honor builds people. Honor builds institutions. Dishonor tears institutions down. So, so giving people, so people have never seen a living culture of honor and we're creating that right now. So what would that look like? Just give us a couple examples. If you look to actually prefer others ahead of you, do you know how you treat others? God treats you back. Mm. So if I prefer you ahead of me, God prefers me. And, and so it keeps reciprocating up. Up, up. If I treat you well, I'm treating myself well. So, so what I saw, I reap. So, if I, if, mm-hmm. so in this city of honor, we'll teach, treat people how you want to be treated, and then good keeps flowing back and forth for you. It's a mm-hmm. spiritual law, right? You're sowing it. You're sowing it. It's a <laughs> law. It's good. Ah, you got, you got to love this. That is so much wisdom. Thank you so much, Dr. Rivers, for that. Uh, This is Marina Maria from Faith City Outreach. Right now I am speaking with Dr. Clyde Rivers, who is the founder and president of I Change Nations, which is the largest establishing cultures of honor network in the world. Dr. Clyde holds many prestigious awards and global titles. And less than a year ago, he was appointed as the king of development at large in Ghana, Africa. We are now talking about how God is using Dr. Clyde to transform Ghana, Africa, through his leadership position as the King of Ghana. Dr. Clyde, as the leading expert of Golden Rule Dialogue and spokesperson for World Civility for I Change Nations, what are you doing as the King of Ghana to promote a new, I know you said a new culture of Ghana there, but how are you getting the people to respond to your vision that you said you were going to build a city of honor? That's a great question. Let me tell you what, what, I'm, I'm, what I'm teaching. I wrote a book called When Histories Collide. Mm-hmm. And I talk about, I try to be as practical as I can about the division that takes place in, in every institution of the world. Now, I wrote a book called When Histories Collide. And what I talk about in this book is my experience is my history, and that's my truth. Your experience is your history. It is your truth. So we tend to actually look at things from our historical standpoint, well, what we've seen happen. Mm-hmm. So when we, as, as we do this here now, I'm teaching people that, hey, other people have a permission not to think like you because their experience wasn't like you. Mm-hmm. What is that doing? It's opening our people up to have real dialogue. Mm. So now they go, man, this guy doesn't have to think like me. And when you can put people in a room and they dialogue, they can solve their own problems. So so I'm creating a thinking culture that gives people permission to be different. And let's dialogue through our differences and see what's the way forward. And also I'm building a culture. Go ahead. You're building a culture of honor where there's respect for differences. Absolutely. And this is what I'm doing on a world stage. I'm saying, look, it's preposterous to think we're all we're all going to think the same. How unrealistic is that? And God made our DNA different. He made our thumbprints different. 
and yet we expect everyone to believe mm-hmm. the same way? How how hideous and, 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 and foolish is that? And we all have different experiences. So maybe God wants us to learn from each other. And I'm just making it real easy by saying, your experience is your truth. Whether it may not be mine, mm-hmm. I can't negate your truth. Mm-hmm. And you can't negate mine. And if you do negate it, man, if, if you negate my truth, you've lost me right away. No more conversation. I'm done. So if I say, hey, yeah, yeah go, go ahead, Marina. No, you said something about if somebody negates your truth and you said you're done. Now, we live in such a culture here that that happens so often, Dr. Rivers. How do you yeah. respond? How this should people to respond do. to that when people negate your truth? As people negate your truth, there, 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 there are some people that are not going to hear what I have to say. And it's really best to end that conversation. Mm-hmm. I say, th- th- thank you. We just don't see it the same way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm not angry at you. Thank right. you. You have the right to, to, to be away. But if you really want to solve the problem, let me bring my equation to the table. Never, ever, never, ever try to beat change into someone's head. Mm-hmm. What happens? They'll have an experience in life where God reveals to them what they need. Mm-hmm. How many times has that happened to me? Mm-hmm. I thought I didn't need something. I'm like, nah, we're done. Two months later, it happens to me. And I go, oh, my goodness. I should have. So this is, this is to, to me, it's kindness and respect for every human being, even when I don't agree. But if you can't hear me, I'm going to be kind, but I close you off. I can't hear you anymore because you haven't listened to me. Right. Their ears are closed. They're not willing to hear. They're, they're just, they've put a wall. They they put a wall and and then that makes you put a wall. Mm -hmm. So you're going, I'm, I'm not going to share my pearls with this person that puts a wall up. So now the, the actual best thing that you can do is, is be kind and say, man, thank you. Hey, I, I, I appreciate talking to you, man. We just don't agree. And as opposed to, to actually argue with you, I'm not going to do that. You believe like, like you believe I have a different view, but Hey man, when I see you again, let's have some coffee. Right. You pray for them. You still love them and yep, you yep, still respect yep, yep, them, yep. you know, as Jesus would. And, and, and you know what? And and I respect their experiences, but mm-hmm. but they won't hear mine. Mm-hmm. So if you won't hear mine, I have to put a mechanism in my mind to where I don't get super angry. I'm just like, hey, mm-hmm. I have to create mm-hmm. a space for people. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. Okay, okay, we don't agree the same way. At first, I would get angry and try to oversell them. Hey, blah blah blah. This is what you got to know. You're wrong. Now I'm going great. You have permission to think that way because it's your history. It's your experience. That's your truth, not my truth. So I can't tell you your truth didn't happen, mm-hmm. but you can't tell me mine didn't either. Right. Please share a testimony, a recent testimony, where you talk to um, the people in Ghana and and share the reactions to whatever it is yeah, that yeah. you presented to them. Yeah. What I told them, I said, look, if we're going to win as a kingdom, mm-hmm. we have to build capacity in our people. If the people don't have capacity... <clears throat> to understand what's coming in, we will stay in the same shape we're in today. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I tell people, charity is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Charity is not sustainable. What is sustainable is give people capacity. So I'm creating a culture of capacity. People, and, and this is what I learned also, people 
they can hear your new concept, but it takes time for it to become a culture in them. Mm-hmm. So many people think, well, I told them that, well, you tell somebody something one time and doesn't mean that they get it the first time you tell them and understand everything the first time you tell them. You got to tell them over and over and over and over again. And then at a certain point, a light goes on for them and it clicks for them. That's so true. And like you said, it's a process going back to the process. It's going to take time for the new vision that the Lord has given you for them to process it in their mind and to really, to really come to accept it and respect it and and see it come to fruition. Because, and see what, what you're saying is so smart. I learned people only know what they know. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. So part of the problem I see many times, people think what's in their head is common knowledge to the other person. It's not. Mm -mm. It's not. So if someone doesn't know what you know, you have to architect in their mind what they don't know that you're bringing. Mm -hmm. And then if it's a new concept that they've never heard, they have to see evidence and results of what you're saying because they have no reference point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so true. I know you're mentioned, you mentioned that you're working with another king, and I, I'm sorry, I forgot his name. King Akujadom. He is the, the, he is the actual king over my kingdom. I'm the development king at large. So okay. I'm the king. Of, he's the king and I'm the I'm king under him, the king of development. I know both of you are working together. Do you get the opportunity to also meet other kings? Yes, 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 absolutely. Yes. And yes. have you shared this vision that the Lord has given you to create a culture of honor with them? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I bought two honorary doctorates for other kings. And so look at here. We're, we're honoring you for your royal service and what you bought in your kingdom. So what happens, let me tell you why I change nations is so important. And and, uh, you'll understand this. One day I'm sitting in my office and the Holy Spirit said, I want you to wake up modern day, modern day heroes. I said, why? He says, people don't have an understanding of what the old heroes did. It's not a part of their framework. He says, find people that are modeling things that look like me. And are doing it well. And I want you to honor them and say what they're doing so that the generation can see physically what good looks like in their generation. So I honor people. I go, this guy, this guy we're honoring right now, he's he's an, an actual eye doctor. He did 6,000 retinas in people's eyes that couldn't see. This is noble. This man here wow. built a hospital. This man here built a hospital. And 60,000 people came for free medical. So now I'm saying, this is what the heroes look like. So now, oh, that guy. So if I do what he does, yes, because sometimes people cannot understand the historical. I had a kid tell me something. He says, he said, he says, Clyde, Dr. Dr. King failed us. Dr. Martin Luther King. I said, no, he didn't. He said, he said, he said, yes, he did. Because we're still fighting the same battle. And I was like, this kid doesn't know. If the Civil Rights Act didn't pass, he wouldn't have this platform to stand on. So what that told me was this actual generation only knows, they don't know what he did. They just know mm-hmm. that, they're, that, that, that they're facing different things. So this is why raising up new heroes is huge for us. 
Because we say, now you see, this is someone that's doing good for the world. And they go, oh, I can pattern after that. So that's why I Change Nations is the world's largest culture of honor, showing people what honor can do, honor the right things. That's what I tell people. Whatever you praise, they will practice. Mm-hmm. If you praise negativity on, on media and news, mm-hmm. they'll practice it. Whatever, you, whatever you're praising is what you're giving the airtime to. So when you, when, when, when you put the right people and you, and you praise the good, they'll do the good. So that's what I Change Nations is doing. Dr. Rivers, when you honor somebody, for example, like the doctor that you mentioned who did all those eye surgeries, how do they respond? Oh, they, 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 said, they said, Dr. Rivers, we've never been thanked. We've ne- and, and watch this here. And this is a Hindu man. This is a Hindu man. And guess how I honored him? I said, we're honoring you because the work that you did looked like the work Jesus would do. Jesus gave sight to the blind. Mm-hmm. I thank you for doing what Jesus did. You're giving me sight. He goes, he goes, I'm a Hindu and you're talking and I'm doing what Jesus did. <laughs> yes, you are, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Yes. That is so amazing. That is so encouraging, too. And what a blessing it is, too, um, for them. And also, you become a witness to them, when, especially since you mentioned Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. I will tell them, (laughs) everyone in the world, when I travel, they know I'm a believer in Jesus. Everyone knows that. Not a question. Not a question. But I've learned to work with the Hindus. I work with Anyone that is, watch this here, anyone that is preserving life is giving people a chance to hear the voice of God in the future. Amen. If they aren't alive, they can't hear the message. My job is to make sure people live to have a chance to hear the message. That's it. Dr. Rivers, what is God putting in your heart right now? I know you want to um, build that culture of honor, the city of honor. Um, but like right now, right this moment, what is he putting in your heart to, to give as encouragement to other people, to people who are listening right now? Man, th- this is, hey, that idea or that dream you have, don't let it die. Take, let me tell you, let, let me give you the key. Take small steps towards your dream every day because most people wait for the dream, but if you don't step towards it by small steps, steps towards it is faith in action. So, so, so people wait for the big step, but it's the small step every day that draws the next step. So what I would tell people is stop looking for the big vision. Look for the step you can make today. Make the step and your step, because I would have never thought 15 years ago or 20 years ago in Victorville, California, small church on 5th and B Street wouldn't get past 20, 30 people. I would have never thought that was my training ground to be a king. I would have never thought uh, a small church was my training ground for, for, for my royalty. So everybody out there, <clears throat> that small step towards your dream, is that, that actual step is the vehicle to bring it to pass and take that step every single day and you'll get there. Amen. Dr. Rivers, thank you so much for being on Faith City Outreach again and for sharing so much wisdom, not just knowledge, but wisdom today about 
you being a king and what the Lord has placed in your heart to build a city of honor. Could you please um, give me the honor to end in a short prayer? (laughs) Yes. Amen. Father, we ask now that everyone that watches this, and Father, we pray for Marina right now, Lord, as you expand her tent, and Lord, as you give wisdom, Lord, allow her to bring you to the multitudes of people, Lord, that you've ordained her to reach in this world. Lord, everyone that's watching this, this actual show right now, Lord, I speak that the actual seed on the inside of them that is from you wakes up and the light goes on today. And Father, let them be lit And Lord, give them the wisdom of how to make the next step every day. And Father, we speak uncommon favor, blessings that come from the north, south, east, and west, that they may run them down every day. Goodness and mercy lives in their home. Lord, Lord, any, any, any strife, any sickness cannot exist in your presence. Lord, as a king, I decree this over them now. I decree this law into motion over their life. They're, they're, they, they're, they're always the haves and they're never the have nots. And they always give to those that are in need. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Global Gospel Worship Radio with Marina Maria. We'd like to thank our financial sponsors for supporting this Internet Global Radio Ministry. Carbajal and Associates Health Insurance Brokers, PLC. Scripture Picture and AZ Ministry Network. We'd also like to thank our prayer partners, including Venture Church, the Spheres of Influence, the Center for Peace and Reconciliation, Repentance Day, as well as our media partners, the Rackman Christian Radio Station and Thanet Christian Radio. And now, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace. Thanks for listening.